But right now we are going to our live interview with Emma Hawkins, who's with us here in the studio. She is going to be performing I Am Not a Unicorn at the Comedy Festival, and we are so happy to have her here. Emma, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Can you tell us first, straight off the bat, Tell us a little bit about your show, a bit of an obscure name. Tell well, us about that. Well, it's called I Am Not a Unicorn. Um, because it's radio, people won't realise that I'm a short-statured person. Yep. So I stand at just over a metre tall. So people often look at me like I'm a unicorn walking down the street, mythical creature. So that's kind of where the title of the show goes on. So I play a little bit with the stereotypes of that, fairy tale creatures and wicked queens. And I might play a unicorn in a little tiny bit of the show. I yeah. love that. I can see in that one of the images you are wearing a giant it's unicorn amazing, mask. It's pretty amazing, I'm looking forward to seeing that. It's good fun. <laughs> yes. Um, so how, how did the um, inspiration for the show's title, or what you were just discussing, yeah. how, where, where, how did the inspiration for the show come about? Was it something you've been working towards or did you just decide one day, I'm fed up, I need to do this show? Well, I've been a performer for quite a long time, mm. so um, and I wanted to do a piece about my sh- myself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a satirical look at my life, a funny look at my life, and kind of the things that people ask me and the crazy things that I have to deal with in my life, mm. being a little bit shorter. You know, the world doesn't really fit me, so there's mm. some funny things that happen, occur because of those things, so yes. Kind I, of, I am kind of a comedy show sometimes. Yes. My life's a bit absurd. <laughs> yes. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you have been asked, the most bizarre? Well, one or... part in the show is um, one day I was eating a banana. Mm. This guy came up to me and said, can I take a photo of you eating this banana? <laughs> and I said, yeah, and I said to him, why do you want to do that? And he just said, oh, I think it'd be funny. Oh, and I'm dear. like, duh. Oh. Uh. So there's certain things like that. You know, people want to take your picture. Sometimes I think when people approach you and say things like that, maybe actually the world doesn't fit them. No, so. it does say a lot more about them. I doesn't think it, it does absolutely. about me, actually. I was like, you're weird. <laughs> it's, um, does, has anything similar happened in the entertainment industry? Have you felt sort of marginalised while performing at all? Or? Well, I guess I am kind of stereotyped a little bit about the roles I get because I'm mm. short, actually. You know, mm. you get to play the cute kind of mischievous roles and, like... Because I studied to be a serious actress, so that's mm-hmm. what I, I wanted to be a Shakespearean yes. performer, and I have done that as well. Mm. But um, yeah, I guess those offers don't come along as as often. Although last year I got to do a serious show at the Malt House called The Real and Imagined History of the Elephant Man. So mm. yeah, it was great being able to act on the stage again. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, that um stereotype is changing though. We've yeah, got um, Peter is. Dinklage, of course. He's, yes. He's just appear. He just appears in everything yeah. these days because he's such a great. I'm actor. a bit of a Game of Thrones fan actually, mm. and he talks about this like we're the last bastion of what's appropriate to laugh at like it still seems to be okay to laugh at short people Mm. we just find it really odd in our worlds because you know to us we're pretty normal you know we don't think we're funny at all (laughs) well you know unless we're standing on stage doing comedy show exactly (laughs) we're funny but we're not funny when like people look at you when you're eating at a restaurant you know Mm. walking around doing your shopping really boring things that aren't that funny Mm. (laughs) or interesting in my mind but i I do think it's quite admirable admirable emma how you're able to get up on stage and you know you are able to sort of laugh at yourself in these scenarios i think humor is a really good way to kind of hit home the things that you try to talk about in a political way because people will laugh and then they'll go oh hold on a sec maybe am I one of those people 
Mm. Am I one of those people that look at people and go, oh? So it makes people question things a little bit, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have you done other shows before that have made comment and like you want to get across a message rather than just making a. Yeah, I kind of like to show? do stuff that kind of has a message underneath, but yeah. I kind of slide it in there with a bit of charm and charisma and try and make they go away thinking about things, I think. Oh, hopefully that's. And entertainment. Yeah. I like for to sure. give people a good show too. I mean. So how did you get into com- comedy initially? Come on, I don't know. I kind of, I, I don't actually know how it happened. I had devised this solo show, and then I was like, oh, I better put it on somewhere. So maybe I need to. Well, this was it. Yeah. Is it something you've always had an interest in? Or? Comedy, yeah. Because I think, like, the things that happen in my life are a bit absurd. So it's quite, to me, that's kind of the way I've dealt with it. It's like it is funny. Come on, like people, you know, stare at me. They walk into glass doors. They fall into pot plants. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> Really, you've got the last laugh in the Oh, end. I do. It's to karma. I think that would be my superhero ha- power if I had one. And I'm just like, oh, dear. Anyway, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, what about your um, interest in performing in general? Where, where did that um, interest start? Well, I, when I was 10, I decided that's what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So that was that. And then I kind of worked for amateur theatre and then I studied at Ballarat and... I was quite bad. Oh, 20. did you at Ballarat? Yeah, at a long time ago. But uh, yeah, so I've just kind of been working at it for. A bit. But I'm actually an accountant now too. Oh, okay. Funnily really? enough, <laughs> that's my backup. What like, a contrast! Yeah, I've always had a good head for figures, so I thought, oh, I need something else that I can do. So I'm actually an accountant as well. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> have, have you ever um, had any situations while you're accounting where um, statues sort of caught people by surprise? It or? is interesting because. Um, I feel like people somehow accept me more as a dancing unicorn than as an accountant. Okay. Because <laughs> for some reason, the size That's of my great. brain must also be about my height. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's interesting. It has been interesting. And the type of clients I have are people that see beyond that stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be a corporate accountant because I do not fit, think I would fit into that world, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Mm. So I work for creatives, so I work for all my friends, basically, uh, and help them out, yeah. That's a good way of joining the two industries. Yeah. And most performers are hopeless with money, so... Yeah, yeah so you've <laughs> always got it's a good an income, too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to... I'm a huge musical theatre fan, uh, so yeah. I want to ask you about doing oh, Andrew love, Lloyd... Yeah, Where I did Love Nev- Never Dies for yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was huge. That's, like, the biggest role I've ever done. How was that with all the cost? The costumes it was huge. It was spectacular. like play in a playground. Yes. Yeah, it was absurd, really, and revolving stages, and it was like that is quite hard to dancing and do all that revolving stages. Costume. Yeah, it's huge. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, and now I'm on the DVD. So, you know. Brilliant. Slightly tick. famous. Yeah. Yeah. Bucket list done. Tick, um, tick. Was the rehearsal process like a really long... For the musical? Actually, yeah. it's not that long. It's like four weeks on just rehearsals and then there was like two weeks in the theatre. So it's not that much, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. You work very hard. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. driving to the ground. Yeah, mm. I have a lot of admiration for musical theatre people because they work really hard. Yeah. And they make it look so easy. Don't they? Isn't that their job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, apart from your solo show, have you got any other projects lined up or anything interesting you can spill uh, the beans on? I also sporadically um, mm. involved with a kids' theatre show through Windmill in South Australia. So that's mm-hmm. called um, Big Bad Wolf and I pay Little Red Riding Hood, mm-hmm. well, Heidi Hood, who's a relative. So, yeah, I yes. often do that. So I do kids' shows as well, which mm-hmm. is really fun. So, 
Yeah. Can I ask you, um, that's a really interesting point that you make. Do you get a more genuine response from kids? Yeah, they're so honest. But you know what? They get. I think they get over it much quicker than adults do. Have you had some funny interactions with kids Kids recently? are great because they just are like, oh, they just ask you questions. Yeah. So it's kind of really cool because then you can go, oh, this is this, blah, blah, blah. And they accept it straight yeah, away. Yeah, they're pretty great, actually. Yeah. You're gonna, and you know with audiences that are children whether they like your show or not. It's like pretty <laughs> yeah. quick. That's what I love about <laughs> kids. The honesty, blame honesty. And you know what? They love fart jokes. Like we've got fart jokes in our show. They love that <laughs> stuff. It's like, yeah. Getting to the crux of humanity, I isn't love it? that about kids' theatre. It's like, yeah, it's all about the physical humour, which is fun. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we are talking... Yes, we, we are talking with <laughs> Emma Hawkins. Yes, um, Emma, could you please tell us um, when, when your show's um, yes. running and um, where we can go to find tickets? Absolutely. So we preview this weekend and we've actually got a special for Easter Saturday. Mm-hmm. My show's at 5.30pm and if you go to the Comedy Festival website and put Easter Unicorn as the code, you'll get two-for-one tickets. Mm-hmm. I'm also on the 7th and 14th and 21st of April. Okay. And the 14th is an um, Auslan interpreted show for anybody that might oh, know someone that would like I to come that. along to that. Mm. Yeah. So the code is Easter Unicorn. If you Just put that for on, this Saturday. Just yes. for this Saturday. If you put that in the Melbourne two International Comedy Festival website, you can get two for one tickets to Emma Hawkins' show. I am not a unicorn.